You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. This is your boy Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders podcast. And today, you know what Al is bringing you? He's bringing you an independent comic creator. I mean, writer, creator, underground writer. He goes, Well, but how underground he goes, we're only going to find out. Homie got some dope projects. I mean, I need to know because he got something about rodents. I need to know if he's from New York because that inspiration is real. Let's get into it. Let me introduce my homie, the one, the only Gilbert, Mr. Gilly. What's up, Wepa, bro? Thanks for having me on, Almega. Appreciate being on Comic Crusaders because you are a crusader and you get your eyes on indie comics because there's a lot of people that don't know what's out there. You're yeah. bringing it to them, so that's yeah. awesome, man. That, that's what it is, yo. Because it, it's a this Comic Crusaders and everything is a celebration of creation, creators, and people like mm-hmm. you that are just doing some awesome stuff, man. Let me tell you, I read that first issue. That you got that you sent me. Oh man, I fell in love. I said, All right, this is so gangster, you know. And then you get oh, gangster yes, on your sir. socials too. You starting to remind me like Eric Larson, too. I said, Is this the Puerto Rican Eric Larson here? Because that's pasando. What's going on here? Now, hey. but with that, I don't know if you've seen the show before, but this is simple for me, man. You know, mm-hmm. we have several steps here. I need mm-hmm. to know your origin story. I need to mm-hmm. know the you know the fandom. I need to know the journey. I need to know why you did this, and I need to know mm-hmm. the future. Five steps. So let's get into that, kiddo. First, the origin story. Where you from? Where you grew up at? Origin story. I was born in um, Brooklyn, raised in Queens. Um, well, say somehow, where in Brooklyn? Uh, Bay Ridge. I was born in Bay Ridge. Okay. Bay I'm, Ridge from, I'm from Greenpoint. Nice. So I was born there, then I was raised in Queens. Where? Like, in LL, Queens? like LL Cool J, like um, like Rockaway. Okay. By Rockaway, Lefferts Boulevard around yeah. there. Um, I lived in Long Island City for many years. <laughs> nice. So the New York guy. So I've been there. I've been there most of my life, and then let's see about. I want to say about 12 years I've been to, in Florida. So I said, yeah, Oh my God, bro. <laughs> that's, that's what happens to all of us. I'm in Florida too. You're in Florida. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> Puerto Ricans are attracted to the heat. So, you know, once we reach a certain age, you're like, Yo, that's it. No more snow. <laughs> enough. Enough shovels. Yeah, man. You can shovel for so much, man. Where that's what Florida happened to me, man. And I'm actually where man right in, now I'm in um West Palm. I, I was in Boynton, okay. then yeah, then Delray. Oh man, all right. Man, I went like down. My wife's from Miami. Homie, so all this means is that the next time I visit my family in West Palm, because I have family in West oh, Palm. Oh nice. I'm gonna go visit you right next to that comic shop off military trail. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a past, present, future. Yeah. Man. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My brother. Yeah, man. I'm hook- here. I'm here. We're hooking up at a Cuban yeah, spot. Man. We're gonna get a nice fat Cuban sandwich and a couple of cervezas <laughs> and talk comics in person, right? Heck yeah, man. <laughs> and I'll I will be definitely be down for that, that. Too, folks. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be down so, for that. So all right, so talk about you growing up in the hood. Then was it easy for you in that time to find a tribe that that enjoyed what you enjoyed? And 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 who put you on to this whole thing? I mean, was it mommy, pop, you know, uh, mommy, daddy? I mean, Titi, who was it? Your brother? <laughs> for for comics, to be honest with you, man, like I got a lot of my comic love um from my dad. He he grew up um not big on comics, just big on um. The TV show of the Batman, you know, like Superman. Okay. He, he just knew yeah. of the superheroes. Um, not like he had a whole stack of comics around, but he had that. You know, he kind of showed me. 
He loved uh, the fandom from, from the old school. Yeah. I know my father told us so his introduction to the fandom was through the serials, like the Batman serial, the Superman serial, and mm-hmm. Adam West and all that. For him, it was all the TV shows. There's a suit that had a Superman TV show, like a Batman TV. Yeah. That was his way, and like he was big on, on Batman, Superman, big on those oh. DC characters. So that grew up on me, as well as it made one of the first superheroes he introduced me to was Bruce Lee. Okay, oh. don't let don't let it get twisted. So <laughs> he had yes. he literally had a cassette tape, and it, I'll, I'm not lying, it literally said "Super Peleas," which is super fights. And he literally just had the fight scenes going all the way. So he and basically I was just had that tape over and basically over again. it was bump fights with Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> you know my video, but yo, that would just cycle through that, and um, you know, so then growing up, you know, the cartoons, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, I, I mean, that just hit me really hard. Um, going to church. Uh, after church, we have a, a little deli we used to go to. Not at church, but after church, they had a little, well, little hope, deli we used to I mean, go to. After I saw what you after what I read, I mean, that ain't churchly. Come on now. <laughs> but they had the spinner racks in the delis, so that's what that's oh. what got me. So the spinner racks of the comic. Every after church, mom would be like, "Yeah, you know, grab one." So Spider Man, Daredevil, all that. I'm just oh. dude. I'm just picking away. Deathlock, all these dude. I'm just oh picking God. away, and that's how I, I I always love comics. Always, you know, video games as well. Just got me so into. Um, all the, the world of superheroes, but I didn't really think about writing comics until I want to say in my 20s was oh, wow. where I'm like, yeah, because like I was big on movies too. So I, how many, we always watch movies and sometimes course, you watch some stuff. It's like, man, I can do better than that. I mean, I could, I could come up with a better story than that, but so not knowing I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just do screenplays. Um, it's so hard to get a screenplay picked up. And then I'm like, it, 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 I just had a moment of synergy where, because even though I grew up in comics, I had a moment where I just, you know, you just like you, 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 you kind of delve away from the yeah. geekdom, you know, and then it's just like I got back into it with the with Image Comics, with the Walking Dead, and all that, where I really oh, picked up too. back in heavy oh, again. Oh my god! It was for me. It was Walking Dead, Conan, and the remember mm-hmm. Dreamwave Transformers. Of course, I, I took a hiatus because my daughter was born, so I was like, okay, you know, it's either the milk or the comics. Well, obviously, the milk is more important. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's always something that's that takes us away, you know. Yeah, and it took me only away for, for a very small time. And when I said mm-hmm. everything got good, I was like, you know, uh my collection back up, you know, and then I got into new things. Mm-hmm. I dig it. And I dig that you did the same thing. I see your omnibuses. Like, I'm gonna I have yeah, to ask I, you about I gotta that. go to the beginning, man. I gotta go to like it, you're like, killing me the galaxy, and those look sealed Punisher. Yeah, some of them are yeah, I got some of the Spider-Man versus Venom. I couldn't I couldn't leave that one sealed. Yeah, um, the Marvel first. I get yeah. that's little. That's tame. My, I showed it to my cousin. My cousin like, why are you so? I'm like, I yeah. showed him a picture of one on Reddit where like the whole wall to wall was just okay. army buses. I'm like, I, I'm I'm just getting in. No, there. it must have been my boy's room because he sent me. He lives in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Edkapi. That's how I call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause yo, he sent me a picture of his basement room. I mean, video. <laughs> My dude, it looks like a Barnes and Noble, but nothing with omnibuses and graphics. I'm like, dude! Omnibuses are so expensive. I, to, yo, to have that many stacked yo, up to you, look like a Barnes and Noble. I'll no, get to that level one day. I'm going to pray. You don't understand. <laughs> he spends that money on it. He's like, yo, guys, this is the new collectible. Like, yo, you yeah. get those first oh, yeah. prints on those omnibuses. I mean, mm-hmm. they go for crazy dollars, bro. And that's the thing. The first printing, they'll be out, and then like they, some of them might not come back again. Some of them yeah, get exactly. reprinting. And oh, that's what he like says. That's what he says. I hate when they do a reprint because it devalues the first. 
I love when they do a reaper because I'm like, okay, I can get that one at a normal price. <laughs> like I say, hold on, let me get that one. Screw I know, you guys. I, I need Lose to get your World money. War Hulk, man. I want to get World War Hulk, but I just, again, it's just like, oh. I, it's a can little Can you not there, please so. remind me of that? I had that like an issue format, buying it day and day. You know what I mean? Nice. I had the wildest collection, but, you know, life things happen and no, you have man. to make decisions sometimes you right but that's why i say i thank god sometimes it's like yo i had something of value that would help my family you know move forward you know mm -hmm. so it, it's good so did you find the tribe though early on in life while you were hooking up in new york did you have people that love what you love and you were you like me in the in the back of, of the hallway and shit up to the roof talking about yo let's make these characters and start drawing and <laughs> You know, doing all type of nonsense when mommy wasn't around. <laughs> I, I, it's funny. I did, there was a dude in church who legit could draw like Marvel. I, I couldn't believe it until Ooh. until he showed me some of his drawings. His name was Jamie. I love yeah. to connect with him again. I was so little, but I would not. I won't forget. He had like he. I was. I don't know if I was like six or seven or something. He had me just say, "I want something like this, like this, like this." And literally, I was just telling him like this idea of a superhero, and he literally just while I was going at it, he was just doing it, God. and he gave me that picture. And for the life of me, I don't know where that picture is. If I could find that picture, man, oh. just to to know what I was thinking back then. So my imagination was always percolating. My circle of friends, we you know we always we we love you know comics, you know video games, um, wrestling. I mean, we were yeah. in all time. You know, we had that. Now it's all about making comics. I never knew how to draw. I I, I just didn't. I, I could if you give me if I could copy something like looking at it and I can copy it, but that's not like real drawing. Um, and it wasn't until I'm like, okay, screenwriting ain't gonna work out. I'm like, and then that whole thing would, and then that whole comic boom hit me again when I got back into it, started collecting again because there was a disconnect. And then reading a Walking Dead and all that stuff. I'm I'm like some of these comics I'm reading. I'm like. I'm like, why didn't this? Why didn't this light bulb go off when I was 12? Why didn't this light bulb go off when I was like nine? You know, like, I, both, just, I didn't think of that. Like, and I'm just like, and I got into creating comic books, and I started with my first creator-owned comic, which was Under the Flesh, and I teamed up with an artist who was an amazing artist. Found them like just randomly because I, I don't know how to find talent. Yes, I remember Under the Flesh actually. Holy shit! Okay, you do. Okay, <laughs> so yes. you heard that, that was me. I, I did hear that. That was, yeah. Holy so shit. Under the Flesh. Um, the cool thing with that was I, I again I don't know how I found his art. His name is JL, and he's just an amazing artist. And he got work with. Um, as a matter of fact, Under the Flesh helped him uh, get work into Marvel Comics. So. He, he did a lot of cool stuff with Marvel and his schedule was like getting kind of booked. So we, I never really finished that project. I'm looking to, to redo that with another artist. But the thing was, we were the, the we were laying the foundation there with Under the Flesh. And I'm learning about crowdfunding. I'm learning about creating a comic. I'm learning like, <laughs> dang, you know, like it, it's a grind. It, it's not easy trying to build up an audience, build up it's a platform. College, it's college, bro. It's a whole I different went, platform. I went college. through the hard knocks because there ain't no way to go to like make it. You just got to kind of do it. And it's what I'm doing. And the dream would one day be to like build a nice fandom where you know I could just eventually get the attention of maybe some of the higher ups and maybe one day yeah, I could you know do what you're too humble. The Marvel story maybe. or something. I'm saying maybe for sure because again I saw the book, so you're being massively humble right now because that book shit is looks look, dope. I know it looks it looks pretty good. <laughs> ah yeah, it's fire. So don't be so humble, man. You know, brush them shoulders off because well, you big, got time. Big ups to uh, my creative team uh, that's, that's behind Under the Flesh. Boom, boom, boom. I got my artists on there. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. 
Hold on. I need to see that on a bigger. Epa, look at that, folks. So, so just real quick, guys. There's something that's called a comic book, right? But this is a Gromic book. Why do I say Gromic? Grom, short for Galactic Rodents of Mayhem. And here's a normal comic book size, right? This is a normal traditional comic book size, right? Look at the side by side. Well, you're going on that black label size and shit. Man, I think we might be that size a little bit bigger. If you mentioned Conan. Even bigger. Boom. Check out Conan. You know, oh! I always used to love the old Conan, man. The, the magazine bro, style. So I think we're kind of bigger than that. Yo, I think we're kind of yo, bigger than that. You don't want me going to your house, bro. I'm, I'm going to walk out with those books, bro. With those Conans. Yo, man, bro. The Conans, again, the spinner racks, I would see them. I just go on the cover. I just grab them. Look, what is them, up with Puerto Ricans and Conan? Is, is it because he's brown and looks savage like we are? <laughs> it could be that. A, a Conan story would be one I'd love to write. Uh, let maybe that can happen one day, but yeah, they got Conan, oh, so, yeah. Marvel. Let's put it out to the world. Marvel, <laughs> Gilbert, Gilbert, it got a story for you. Let's get it done. Well, I want to see a well, Puerto Rican version of a Conan. I like to bring back White Tiger. I know White Tiger. Okay. I love to bring okay. him back. I would Let's love talk to bring about this. Wait a minute. Before we <laughs> even continue to talk about you, Marvel mm-hmm. announced a Latino, not Marvel, but Sony, Sony Marvel, mm-hmm. announced a Latino superhero film, El Muerto, featuring okay. Bad Bunny, to be the first right, Latino hero of the MCU. So here, I now, thought he was a villain, I, but okay. No, no, but he's gonna be the first Latino hero of them. Oh, so yeah, okay. he fights Spider-Man, but that's how they're going. But the whole thing is, um, damn, why are you gonna disrespect the first Puerto Rican in Marvel? I didn't you know what that's a whole can of worms that you could definitely go there. You yeah, can I wanna you go can. there because just as I just want to say that and nothing because here, you know, I'm talking to a Puerto Rican creator. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Because here Marvel has and Sony is very aware of the very first Latino hero in comic happened, you know, in Marvel. Was you know Puerto Rican, you know it was a White Tiger. You know what I mean modeled after the great George Perez, who is sick now. I mean, why would they not fucking make that movie? I would rather see Bad Bunny as White Tiger, you know, because remember he does eventually get killed, and we're gonna get a couple of more, three more iterations. Mm-hmm. One of which is not Puerto Rican, but it gets handed back to us mm-hmm. once. Uh, uh, oh my God, what's her name again? Is it the the like the daughter? Like is it, no, I think it's not the daughter, it's, or like the, it's, the niece it's, or something. It's a niece. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! The the, the third. I can't one. remember her name. I yeah, tried uh, reading one of the arcs. I couldn't Angela, get into it. Angela Toro, FBI. Yeah. She takes yeah. the mantle, but then it goes back to real family with Ava. Mm. Okay. I, I try. Yeah, I try to get into the like it's like the newer one. I remember yeah. buying a trade just to like get into it. I, I couldn't really get into it too much. Because it's, it's um, not Hector. And, and, and you know what's funny? You know. This is why they're missing out because Hector was also the first Latino hero to get killed by cops or uh, in the comic. <laughs> people book. don't know that. Yeah, people don't know that. Yeah, yeah. He died I mean, in a think bad about that. Too. He died in a bad he, way. He was eventually proven innocent, right? But then yeah. he just gets killed anyway. Yeah, but like, he's the brown person that first gets killed in comic by cops. Yo, for real. <laughs> I know. It's, it, it, hey, like I White said, White Tiger it, matters. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to bring him back just because I think that concept with the Kung Fu superhero is, is yes. really awesome. Um, and I do have my spin on that. And it could be a female that could take over the mantle. Not to say that they oh, can't right. work. Well, again, Angela and Ava are females and have taken yeah. over the mantle. Well, I mean, the, so, the only other male other than Hector was Casper Cole. And that's when yeah. they introduced the White Tiger mantle to be yeah. kind of uh, if Black Panther ever dies you know right. the white tiger takes over you believe yeah. that so it's a mantle that you know is second to a black panther 
Mm-hmm. I like I said, that could it could go deep. I tried yeah, getting can. into the run. I think what I don't know who what, like one of the the female ones, Anna or the Angela. Most, was it? Like I think I tried. it was going to be. Angela. It was just the way it was. It was no. just it didn't, it didn't flow. And for me, it I was Angela. To catch Angela, you, you know, it, it was catch Angela. Me like that. Trust me, it yeah. was Angela because she was the only one that had her own run. Uh, Ava right. has been a, a side character in Avengers Academy, you know, mm. in the cartoons and all. She has not had oh, her own run yet. Okay, so then, so yeah. I know it was Ava for a yeah. fact that that, that I, it was kind of weak. Like, I don't know. I don't can't remember I mean, who wrote it. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember who wrote it. it. Was kind of weak. So if I ever, if I ever get to that point where people can see that I do know how to put out a comic book, I knew how to put out a great story. I've been doing comics for I want to say close. It's gonna be close to ten years. Crowdfunding. Ten years stuff. already on that journey. Be close kid? to that. Close. Wow. My first comic was t- 2014 when I did Under the Flash. So we we get into that ten year mark. <laughs> 2024 will be ten years. So, so how do yeah. you feel as an independent creator navigating the scene and seeing so many changes? You know, because we're seeing fluctuations mm-hmm. in the DC Marvel shares. We're seeing mm-hmm. you know independent growing on a whole different scale. So how do you mm-hmm. feel about that? I, I think comics is in a, it's in a weird place. Like there, there's so many great things you can do with comics, and I think a lot of that is creating new stories. And I, I don't mind, you know. Sometimes you just reboot. Like again, I know Spider Man, we know Batman, but sometimes like you just do so much. It's like yeah, you, it's kind of like hard to like recapture me. So I think we're in a great we're in a great place with comics. If you think about even the movies, like. Most oh, of yeah. most probable movies are, are based on the comic book foundation. Like comic books are, I see them as cinematic blueprints. So you can't go wrong. But everything now is about, um, you know, <laughs> risk reward. You're like, hey, is this gonna sell? Hey, well, guess what? Hey, let's do a a, a a new Latin superhero. Bad Bunny's kind of trending. He's kind of hot right now. Let's just put Bad Bunny as a superhero. Yeah, but why El Muerto? Hey, it's like you we'll, have fucking we'll, we'll, white. Tiger. We'll drudge up El Muerto because we've seen that he caught a good reception at WrestleMania, because they, so he could wrestle. Yeah. So we'll just put it with El Muerto. Oh, you know, you know not that it can't work, but it's just the landscape is always changing. I think Yo. we need more people that love comics creating comics to 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 keep that energy going because that's there's a lot of disparity and yeah. there's a lot of like well you're you're that side I'm this side like yeah I'm all about the comics so let's just you're make killing it me comics, you know you hit the nail on the head though I mean it is true being that bad bunny has had experience with WWE why not make him a wrestling character shit mm-hmm. I didn't think uh, about that angle and you're right yeah you just think about it that. Is I'm, an a, angle. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna tell you honestly a super powered wrestling hero whatever like a, a wrestling superhero like us just think about like superpowers and you just grab and do you just lift them up and yeah. just like power bomb but, them like on concrete it's like yeah Ooh, that's i mean i want to do that in real life to someone <laughs> but hey that's me but um yeah. but, <laughs> but you know, it, it's yeah. true though I, I like that but but at the same time though when you see a luchador in a mask you don't mm-hmm. think puerto rican you think mexican to be yeah, honest it's traditional mexican it, he might it, be mexican in the movie it, for all we know Oh, but see, and again, that's where it's wrong. I, I'm I'm not saying it's gonna be that way. I'm just saying like it looks I know, like it could but go I think that because that, I think that's where it's wrong. That's yeah. where it's wrong because here we have America Chavez, a Puerto Rican combo character, but they cast a Mexican person that may not have the dialect of a Puerto Rican because Mexicans and Puerto Ricans don't talk the same. Mm-hmm. So that could be the same for Bad Money as a PR. If he's gonna be playing a Mexican character, it's like, yo, you know, are you gonna be? Talking if he's a with... really great actor, and and the, he should the be able to pull it off. They want him to capture that. If it's up to the character, 
Like if that's in his DNA as a hero, yeah, but to you be get from me Mexican though. Lineage, yeah, yeah, for but sure. But you get me though, right? I mean, because yeah. I, you know, I think Hollywood, like, yeah. Hollywood doesn't understand this, uh, and mm. I think Fifty Cent is probably the only one understanding. It's like, yo, Latinos are not all the same. You got Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, Cubans, Mexicans. I mean, mm. we got South America, Caribbean. Think about mm. this. We all talk different. Mm. You know, again. I had a lady. Okay, I'll tell you a funny story. You're gonna die mm. because you know what this means. Mm. So, could you imagine as a kid that I worked in a supermarket and I worked with a Spaniard lady, and one day she starts screaming, "Un bicho, un bicho." What? <laughs> what would you think? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, "What are you talking about, lady?" I'm like, "Yo, I'm not into that." Was it a bug? What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, he was talking about a roach because people. So you understand me, bicho yeah. for us Puerto Ricans means male genitalia. Mm-hmm. But apparently, it's Spaniards. It means a roach. A big butt. So I was like, "What are you talking about, lady?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm about to quit right now. This lady's trying to rape me." There's <laughs> a lot of these fine details for if you want to get that authenticity, like Scarface. We love That's Tony Montana. When he spoke Spanish, it wasn't a typical Cuban accent. No, you know, it was. And again, when he said "Say hello to my little friend," we love yeah. that. You know. Yeah, but but that's an <laughs> Italian, Italian actor yeah, yeah, yeah. playing as a Latino, and again, I mean, but again, yeah. that was the time, right? Yeah. Hopefully, he even, he even did a Puerto Rican in um Carlitos know, way, Carlitos way, and his English was pretty good. You know, like I, I could go by the yeah. English accent. His Spanish, like you know, you got to work on that. But again, yeah. it's. It's yeah. all about hey, who's hot right now? Yeah. What it bothered we, me though. They it look bothered at it as me. a business. Yeah, you I can't take it. Yeah, that's I, how they I, do I, it. What I understand is still bothered me because like, damn, yo, we have Puerto Rican gangster actors. You know, we oh, could have yeah. gotten a Puerto Rican, yeah. but whatever, it's fine. That's what yeah. it was then. Hopefully, mm-hmm. now things could change, and you know, people said it's dangerous. Oh, you don't have to be the race in order to play them. Um, if you can't grab the nuances. It is dangerous. Yeah, you gotta get it. You gotta you gotta pay attention to detail. And again, yeah. it's how much authenticity you want. Again, a lot of this stuff is just it's it's about the bottom dollar. Is yeah. that more than the actual story? Hey, yeah. we'll get this guy to just you know phone yeah. it in, get some kind of script together. We'll do this together. Then will Definitely. it hit though? Will it hit like Spider Man No Way Home? Will it hit? You hey, know, like, hey, like, you know, yeah, those bro. kind of movies like they get superhero movies can work. You just you got they just gotta hit. You know, yeah. there's a lot of know, moves. And your stuff is going to hit. I'm going to talk about where you want the direction to go. But before we do that, because now mm-hmm. we're going to really get into it. Mm-hmm. I really need to know who these rodents are and the family. <laughs> so you sent me two videos. So first, I'm going to start off with the opening theme. Okay. Now, Gilly, you better not block me on YouTube because I showed this, all right? Mm-hmm. Understand that Comic City is doing this because we're we loving you. So check it out, yo. This is the opening theme. Rock out right now, folks.
Yo, that was fun, yo, bro. I know that's that's dope, <laughs> bro, bro. Talk to me about that that intro song before we go to the next video, cause I know you got that opening crawl that I want to mm. show too. So talk to me about the music. All right, so pretty much, I wanted to do something fun when it came to comics. Did a lot of dark stuff, a lot of horror. Me and my buddy Sebastian, like, hey, let's let's lighten it up. And Galactic Order of Mayhem were formed. We needed the animal. We got the capybara. And I'm like, okay, we're going to need a theme song. I'm like, I'm when I do the <laughs> campaign, I'm like, I want a theme song. And, you know, for it. me, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was, was it, the 86 series. I see um, your toys, bro, above your right shoulder. <laughs> I mean, look at that collection. I'm jealous. I want those. <laughs> I love, I got such a soft spot for TMNT. So I'm like, I want to do something. But again, it's like, I want to do something inspired by that, influenced by that, because TMNT was influenced by Star Wars, Ronin, Daredevil. Everything is inspiration, and it, it, you know, it, so I wanted to do that. I'm like, I, and the, and the song just came to me, and I just I wrote out the lyrics, and I you teamed did up. That? Hey! I wrote the, I wrote the lyrics out. Every I wrote the lyrics. Look at and, that, folks. He's not just a comic <laughs> creator, but a songwriter. Where <laughs> I had I, and, and I I teamed up with a great talent. His name is Zalen Talis, um, and. He was doing a lot of the dark stuff for me, but I'm like, hey, listen, I said, I got this thing I want to do. It's, you know, upbeat, whatever. It's more like, um, you know, Saturday morning cartoon and whatnot. And I and I wrote the lyrics out and I put like beat, you know, like whatever. I just wrote it all out yeah. and I gave it to him and he went to town and he, I mean, he Dang captured it. it. I, I literally, when Dang I first it. heard it, I was crying. Cause it was so, it was better than what I thought. So oh that's my. always a good thing, you know. When yeah, it comes out like that, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen. Just so you guys know, us Puerto Ricans are very um, emo. <laughs> we feel very much. Very all right, emo. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. He's like though, I'm crying, yeah. but it's true though. I mean, we feel and and you know, you don't hard, have to yeah. be a woman or man, but you know. We are the most welcoming people until you betray us, because they're gonna fuck you over. They're players. So I, I <laughs> check this out, people. I want to show you the opening call. You heard that dope opening theme. Now check out the opening call before we get into more of the madness that is Grom, the galactic, <laughs> the galactic rodents of mayhem. <laughs> Lane fast, call it high speed. I've been working hard, yeah. I've been working nightly. If you think you'll win, ha, nah, likely. I be taking shots, yeah, cold blooded, icy. Watching numbers grow is what I call sightseeing. In the front row, run it up when they hype me. The following grows, they know how to ignite me. Call me CEO, I've been running sh right, see. And I ain't playing games, I create my own lane, making pleasure out of pain, uh. Turning losses into gains, I'm the boss, I'm making change I've been rocking this exchange, uh Popping off and risking things, gonna make a f***ing name I just wanna be famous But I don't want that cheap fame, no I'm not that vain I just wanna be greatness Insert a little rising. You don't have to love me. You don't have to like me. Got enough. 
going off every chance I get. I'm well, <laughs> so for those of those that can't read that fast, <laughs> let me know. Uh, give me a breakdown. What is the galactic students of mayhem, aka Grom? Grom is literally my love letter to my childhood. It's a love letter to my childhood video games, comic books, anime. It's in there. It's in there. Um, Again, TMNT was a big inspiration. And I wanted to create something that gave you that joy because we all know the power of nostalgia. Um, So I'm like, I want to capture that in a bottle, but I want to I want to divvy it out in a different way uh, because we all know TMNT had a ton of ripoffs (laughs) at that time. We We know. Um, I want to do something that was in honor of that, but that when you actually got through the nitty gritty of it all, you're like, this is this is kind of different. I can see where the homage is. I can see where oh, it's similar, yeah. but this this is its own thing. So in a world of reboots and this and that, it's like, hey, listen, y'all want to do nostalgia reboots here and there? Hey, I want to give you something nostalgia driven, but in a fresh, in a yes, fresh, in a fresh brand hey, that is Galactic Lotus of Mayhem. And you had we had to get the animal down. And credit to Sebastian, my artist, because I'm like, hey, what are we doing? Like uh, lizards? I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do we do? He's like, he instantly said capybaras. I'm like, capy what? He's like, he's like, yeah, I don't know what the heck a capybara was. I'd be (laughs) honest. I'm in New York. We have rats and mice. I mean, what are you talking about? (laughs) We have huge ass rats that are capybara size. (laughs) But ain't that the truth, bro? I seen rats inside the cats when I I lived in New York, my brother. I didn't know what a capybara was. He sold me on this. He said, they're the most chill animal in the world. He said, they get along with all animal species, even crocodiles. What? Said, Are you kidding me? So crocodiles won't eat them because they, they, they're, they're boys. Just, they're chill, man. So I had to literally Google and I saw Yo. like a bunch of pictures of like <laughs> the capybaras just chilling with crocodiles. I'm like, what? I'm like. That there, I'm like, okay. it's capybara. No, 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 no. I got <laughs> at the end of the day, they must have a certain smell to them. Because if a crocodile ain't going after them, but they rather go after humans, there must hey, be a smell to them. It's a respect thing. That's what I like oh. to think. It's a re- that's what I like to think. Because the <laughs> moment he told me that, I had I, like everything came together. The names came together. This plot, the script, it was like everything like, came yo, together once it was capybara. These crocodiles, they fucking know with these cats. Sorry, bro. All right, all right, I get it. You can't go wrong. <laughs> And then they're in South America, which is even cool. If you want to go through the culturally diverse thing, like they're in South America, which is even cool. They're big. J- Japan loves them. Everyone loves them. Like when people know, like the people oh, who know what capybaras are, that's why. they're extremely gangster. They're the largest rodent in the world. Largest, large, oh, bigger than them rats what? in New York. They're like they're large. Nah, I'm good. Oh, you can ride them like horses, bro. <laughs> 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 I'm not that big, me, but they're right? big though. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> one day I'm gonna own one day I'm gonna own one or two, but they're, they're and not only that, they actually swim underwater, they can hold their breath for up to five minutes underwater. Five. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, you know I'm what? just I'm just starting to write this the story. Water- I'm a shin as a Puerto Rican. I can't even <laughs> swim, bro. I mean, I'll go in the water. I won't be scared. I can hold my yeah, yeah. breath, but I can't swim. I mean, after yeah. five minutes, I'm dead. <laughs> But that was it, man. That was the inspiration. Um, I start, I got to writing the script down. Uh, I and I got that. a great team. The colorist, Tiago Barca. He's just amazing. This guy, I mean, look at this. Big two quality right here. If, if we look through the book, I mean, I'll, just, I'll just stop on a random page. page. 
You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? Oh my God! Look at those colors. Another random page. You know In what I mean? Like, so talk about that. What was the journey like of you creating? I mean, yeah, you're talking about you know you did all this stuff, but did you get any formal education in publication? You know, and um, I you know I went to school. Uh, I went to college for my for, for English. So I went to okay. film school, New York Film Academy for hey! about. You went to the <laughs> NYFA? Get out of here. I went there for six months. Um well, six months. I, what did you graduate? I didn't finish, man. I had a big story on that. I didn't finish, man. I here's the thing. <clears throat> Most of the students there when I went to New York Film Academy it was just it was just popping off. A lot of the students were international students um okay. from different countries that have what we call in Spanish billetes. They have a lot of money. So I hear you, bro. <laughs> so when we when it's time to shoot it, <laughs> they had the money. And I and I'm, you know, I I I I you know I come from that, but um I was able to get in there. But what happened was when it comes to shoot my films, I'm hauling everyone to Queens because I want to shoot around ah, my way. So you got you know you carrying you carrying film you equipment all this and that like that it was a it was a big grind. So one of my thesis films you don't do um, that in Queens. I don't know what era that was, <laughs> but there were certain errors that you cannot do that. <laughs> so one of my films that I that I was that I needed to finish up like no one came out. No one, like I think like one like no one what? was able to make it. Yeah, can't make it because that was a deal. Can't make it because they were scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's like it's like. You have your film, and the thing is, like when it's time to do your film, you cycle between crews. So their crew on your yeah. film, and then, and then just how it goes, it rotates. When it came to me, I'm not shooting in the city because everyone's in the city. I'm yeah. shooting in Queens, so I was like, okay, guys, let's meet. I'm gonna come to the city here. We'll meet up. Meet me down here in Queens. So um, yeah, yeah, it's but, better. So that, so that didn't work out. So um, but I, I know making. I know Gilbert, storytelling. Yeah, Gilbert, I would have been there like an hour <laughs> early. You would have been there. You're already here. Like, yep. My dad was like, I'll do it. My dad was like, I'll do it. I'll hold the camera. I'll hold this. We'll call it. You know, get all the family together. I'm like, man, don't worry. Shout out I was to crushed. Del Tres, bro. <laughs> that hit me hard. I was really crushed there. So then I didn't I didn't I didn't go back. Um if well, I knew what I knew. Why do you now, think that happened though? Why do you think that happened in the way that it happened? I think it happened because it, it's just it had to happen for me to just go through what I went through to just make this story be who but I am. But it was just God giving you this is your check. You got to do it this way. At the that. time, I was just I was just upset because I'm like, man, I, I was on a good roll. I had like four or five films done. I was, you know, oh, they wow, were pretty really? good. A little short little films, you know, like five little five minute films. Yo, two bro, minute, I mean, creativity is creativity. I can't I can't shoot a film for my life. So no, there's a lot of moving parts there. A lot of moving parts. So blessed, bro. Yeah. So went through there and then just you know went into screenwriting and like, you know you know what? Let me do comics. I'm like, hello. I just only loved comics as a kid. Um, and I'm just really realizing that you know you can make a career in comics. So my thing yeah. is. They know comic school, they ain't this and that. So I'm like, well, let me just create comics. And that's how I learned. And I've been doing it for almost a decade. So my thing is keep on creating, creating to hopefully get my way into being an an accomplished writer that has, you know, a job. I would love to have a job with a big two. um, Because again, I'm seeing a lot of stories and they're not, not all of them. I'm saying there's a lot of stories that are written by like the same you know group yeah, of, of writers i know yeah and it's like you got one writer doing like 20 different stories across yeah. dc marvel Amazon. you're okay, getting cool. one take one more narrative. power to yeah. them more power to them like i said that's great but i'm saying there's other creators that are, are grinding in the trenches that are showing hey 
You can trust me. Give me your – I ain't asking for your A-list character. I ain't asking for your B-list character. I said give me your D-list. Yo, Gilly white, will white, take, white Tiger. I'll do something yeah. with that. Give me your yo, Gilly character. will take White Tiger. I love Deathlock too when you brought him up because, you know, when you brought that up, the story, first man. thing that I thought of is like, you know, uh, maybe you are aware because you are Puerto Rican, but that first appearance of Deathlock is also George Perez's first work for Marvel. I didn't know that. Wow. What? Hold on one I second. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hold on one. You have it. That's my promise, bro. You gonna break it out? Right now, mentally, because there was no way I could not have this in my collection. Oh, that's dope, man! Holy. The smoke. first appearance of Deathlock, and now this—the only reason I bought this, bro. There was a Deathlock cosplayer, and I saw the book, oh, wow. and, and I walked away. It was a great deal. And then I saw a Deathlock cosplayer. I said, all right, God is telling me I need to buy this. <laughs> now, that great, he, he, he laughed at me. He said, what do you mean? I said, yeah, I just literally held your first appearance as I took his picture. I said, no. you're Deathlock. And then when I said Deathlock, he was like, you're the only motherfucker that knew who the hell I was. Deathlock shit and game. I don't know why he doesn't time. get more praise. I love yeah, to do a Deathlock one. This is a great character. This is the first piece of artwork by fucking George Perez, my people. That's crazy. All right? So I bought this because I love Deathlock. Mm. I only found out it was George Perez's first piece after the fact, wow. which now makes it even more special for me because we all yeah. know what Mr. Perez is going through. Yeah. You know, we're going to lose him soon like we lost Neil Adams on this day at Let's 80 talk. years old, you know, condolences to the family of uh, uh, the Adams family. Uh, I had the pleasure right. to meet, meet him. God nice. bless. You know, thank you for everything you did. I hope you mm -hmm. can hear me, kiddo. Evans, <laughs> yo, but right thank on. you for entertaining people the way you did. And this is why I, I find it very important to always celebrate creators like you, man. I mean, you're putting yourselves out there. You're being vulnerable. It's not easy to put yourself yeah. out there. Definitely yeah. you're not. Being, you're being very vulnerable as a creator. Like all creators, you're sharing mm -hmm. something that is personal to you guys. And you're sharing it with the community. And that's that. And this is why I hate when people want to start hating on stuff. You know what? Keep that shit to yourself. If you mm -hmm. don't like it, then just don't buy it. Leave it alone because there are people that enjoy it. So don't be an asshole. Mm -hmm. and, That's and my the, opinion. Yeah. No, the thing with comics, I think like there could be some. I mean, they could they could be something for everyone. I don't I don't see why you know like if you want to have I saw that you, you know a pride it. thing if you want to have this thing yeah. like you have ha, you shared that have, comics share for are everyone. for everyone comics, comics for everybody. thank yeah. you bro. you can have a brand that's yes. just for this you can have a brand just for that you can have a, a more mainstream brand for and, and, and you it could be like me and you could be like me where i share everybody's stuff because yeah, yeah. at the end of the day i think what's important is it's still about comics people mm -hmm. so i i don't it doesn't matter like if you're doing something awesome if you're catering to your people and you're making them happy as a mm -hmm. creator, so what's the problem? I share everything. I mm -hmm. don't care. Um, I've had people give me responses, Gilbert, mm -hmm. where they say, like, oh, my God, so-and-so site wouldn't share this because uh, I'm not here or I'm not that or I'm not big enough. I'm mm -hmm. like, well, 
that goes to show that they don't support comic creators. Mm -hmm. I've been rejected by big creators, but it's okay. I mean, you got to earn your way, and I, I'm okay about that. Everyone, let me tell you something. People cultivate their platform. It takes time. And I can't say, hey, listen, I make cool comics. You should put me on because you're complaining about the industry. Although, hey, for indie comics, I'm doing my part in creating them. Yes, you, you are. You want to showcase that. You want to gripe about it. That's cool. You cultivated your audience. That is a right that you have. I, I, I Here's a funny catch-22. I'm not entitled to nothing, right? I'm not. We're not, right? None but of us are, yeah. None of us are, right? But at the same time, where's that camaraderie we're like, or that spirit like of wanting to help someone out like legitimately? I get all that. People see like, oh, they're just using me to have a platform. They got, no. man, yo, when I'm a father of two. I work in a, in a busy high school. Um, and then on the free time, I write some, some kick-ass comics. So my time is only so, you know, I don't have time to just be promoting endlessly. And I do promote as much as I can. So, <laughs> is it, you know what I'm saying? So people can, anyone can come up with any opinion they want. And that's okay. Um, people like you who will just take anyone because it's about the comics. We need it more is. people like you because you're pioneers for indie comics. Because let me tell you something. If God, God willing, right, something awesome happens, Grom goes nuts and it will really think people will be looking at this video like years from now, whatever, when they when they discover I'm like, what this guy was on this guy's show. Who knows how big your show gets? Like what I'm saying is what we're doing is doing our part. Yeah. You're doing your part. I'm doing my part, and we're not doing it for a paycheck. We're not doing it for this. I'm we're not doing, we're I'm doing not it because pay. it's a passion. Yeah. I love this. I mean, I grew up in comics, comics took me away mm. from family problems, arguments. You know, oh, yeah. as a Latino, you know how it is growing up in New York. I mean, you're living in a small apartment, you know, limited space. People argue, right? People fight. And you hear thin walls. It's like, everything. you know, as, as a little kid, it's like, you know, what do you have to escape from, from, mm -hmm. from that madness, right? Mm -hmm. So comics is always my outlet. So this is why comics cities will always be a love letter to people like you because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you guys put a smile on my face and took me away, even if it was for 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. But I was taken away, like, into someplace else that didn't have my problems. Mm -hmm. So, for real, it's like, thank you. Thank you to creators like you, uh, Gilly. Mm -hmm. That's it, yo. He's Gilly. He ain't Gilbert. It's Gilly, all right? <laughs> uh, you know, the big homie. But, you know, you keep doing what you're doing. Let me, give you, grinding, let me give you your flowers, bro. <laughs> As a creator, you keep doing because you're putting smiles mm -hmm. on people's faces. You're giving them something to inspire to. Mm -hmm. You keep creating. You keep on your grind. You make that family proud. You know, I'm a father of one, but you're a father of two. So you know how important the grind is to inspire those kids. Mm -hmm. So you keep doing it, especially as a Boricua, because I know how difficult it is for us to navigate the space because others get celebrated more than anyone that looks like us. And, you know, I'm putting that shit out there. Yes, it's true. You know, <laughs> America seem, seems to think that this America is only two fucking colors when it's not. <laughs> We're much uh -oh. more diverse than that. So just We're think about diverse. that. Mm -hmm. Just think about that, America. We're much bigger than just two colors. You know, there's, you know, black, brown, yellow, red, whatever you want to say, as, as bad as that sounds, I just want to tell you that. We are diverse, and if you can accept that, America is a home of diversity as opposed to any other country in the world. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and then diverse storytelling, 
diverse creation. I mean, homie is creating anamorphic stories here. <laughs> I mean, how dope is that? I mean, mm -hmm. and I caught the uh, Ninja Turtles inspiration with the enemies or the nemesis. Oh, you saw oh. that. You saw that. And when I saw that, I said, mm -hmm. oh, man, no, these aren't turtles. These are tortoises. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I'm looking at I wanted to. Like, I wanted to do that so bad. I said the first issue, I want to throw in four turtles. Um, and then Sebastian was like, okay, he's like, do that, yeah. he's like, you know, no, no, he, he was like, what about legal stuff? I said, Tortoises, yeah. I said, they're turtles. Yeah. I mean, they're not called Leonardo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Donatello. They're, they're not, turtles, you know, yeah. they, they, I mean, you're telling me you can't like, you just can't have turtles. I said, they're turtles. Um, and they could be ninjas, Shinobi. I'm like, it, it can, why not? It, it's why not? You know what I'm saying? So again, if you see, any oh, of the I like turtle, that. Wait, 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 wait. So these motherfuckers Shinobi, not turtles, because <laughs> Shinobi would kick ninja ass. I think. So I, I call them um the Shinobi Turtles of Doom is how oh, I'm gonna call these guys, and they're yeah, the Shinobi fire. Turtles of Doom, and their origin it, it gets explained um in our second creators cut STOD. issue, but the ah, STLD. Their it. their origin is that they they're blood sport fighters, like they're in that like Coliseum oh, type thing. They fight for entertainment. Every tortoise is the Van Dam. <laughs> they're, they're and they're a team that fight together. They don't fight apart. They fight together, and they have killed a lot to stay on top. They're not. It's not, it's not something they're Ooh. proud of. It's just something they do to survive and. Love that that's just a little, I'm gonna have a little tidbit of, about their little origin in the, in the second issue. Um, but oh! I wanted to do that nod. I wanted to do that nod to the Ninja Turtles. You were, wait a minute, you're being a tease, bro. When is the second <laughs> issue dropping? What a tease! You see this Puerto Rico's a tease, folks. This is what we do. <laughs> so, so here's we, the thing. So this is the creators cut that I got going on Kickstarter for the yeah. second issue. I have what's called a Grom bite. So you got the main story which you read. And then after yeah, that, you're gonna it. have um, a little filler, right? I don't know if you, you know, if you ever read anime. Yes, I read the filler. We got, we got little, little fillers, right? So there's the filler, right? So a little three, so a three page story of how they got there, you know. So every episode, every issue will have like a little filler, and the next filler is gonna be a little tidbit on the Shinobi Turtles because oh! I just, I love those guys. Folks, do you hear this? What a tease this independent creator is. I mean, and you, you you'll know their names, on. you know a little bit more about them. And when we were creating them, Sebastian was like, You remember Taka from TV Ninja Turtle 2? I'm like, just shut up, bro. Just shut up. He's like, they're gonna be like those big ass snappers. Hey! I'm like, Damn. yes, yes. And that was it, man. Snappers, exactly. Way different. So no one can say anything. No, like, shh, there's not. And we have a variant cover in the second issue campaign going on now. There's a variant cover. It's going on right now. Go. That's it's literally it's literally the turtles in the homage cover of the original issue number one. No Nine turtles in that position. Yeah, you ever seen it? <laughs> oh my god! You should have sent me that because I let, was let, let me see if I can send you that well, link right now. If you can I send do... it right now, email it to me so we can share it on this live stream. Because again, that is fire. Just to scroll down, just to scroll down to that cover, because that's because it. Again, all it's you need amazing. Is that cover. It's amazing. And then, you know what? Again, I can see. I see all your turtles on yourself. Those army buses. I see that amazing. You collection. want it on Twitter or email? Let me know. It don't matter, bro. You do it. I, I get it done. I I get it done. Hey, look! I got a message, go. folks. Gilly sent me a link. Scroll down just so these, just so you can see that cover. It's I got that cover. Got me some hate. Oh, Eastman and Lord oh. are gonna get their lawyers. I'm like, well, for what? I'm like, this ain't Leonardo. Okay, you know, Michael. I'm like, I got love there. They don't see the love. This is love. They don't get it. They just I'm, feel threatened. 
Don't feel threatened, Turtle fans. This Grom was made for you. Don't feel threatened. It was made for you. They don't realize that yet. It was made for them. There you go. I mean, right now, you have a $2,000 goal. You got 15 days to go. We're at 1883, folks. Oh, my God. Less than $200 away. Hopefully, we get you, there. You got you to show this love. Check it so, out, yo. Yes. You're going to see that, 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 that cover, man. Look at this. Oh, my God. Look at the artwork, folks. Get teased. Get teased. It's Grom time. <laughs> I love it. I mean, like, yo. What? And I love how in the comments, they're like, what the fuck do you mean, Grom? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, well, hold up before I kick your is, yeah. before I kick your ass. What the hell is a grom? You know, <laughs> hey, you know, you know what? First, you're not gonna kick in my ass, and this is what it is. <laughs> but here they go, the characters. You got Bass, Mona Lisa, Ripple. You got the Burning Rose, aka Rosie. Mm-hmm. Is this a living ship? I can't go too much into details of oh! that. <laughs> but you'll learn more. You'll learn yeah. more about that. This is what Puerto Ricans do. We tease, man. We tease, bro. We, you know, we, we get you in these positions where it's like, oh, God damn, man. man, I'm gonna have to just buy it. Yes, you should. <laughs> but look at this beautiful. Oh my god. Bro, I need an action. Hey, IDW, I'm available if y'all want me to write a TMNT arc. I'm definitely available. My dream is to see Grom cross over with TMNT in the comments. IDW, let's speak it on to the world. IDW, you have heard it. The 2003 version of the Turtles. Let's do that. That'd be even better. And who's this guy? He's the main bad guy. He's our main bad guy. He has a bear skull. His name is Dark Raider, and he's hunting down our galactic Lawrence of Mayhem. He put an interstellar bounty on their heads for 100 million credits. And there's a link to the past Ooh, there. So wait, what does 100 million credits equate to in American dollars? I mean, am oh, I getting 100 million dollars? It'll be kind of like that. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the translation now. Oh, look at it, folks! Look at this fucking art, yo. I'm saying the art gorgeous. is top notch. Top notch. This Got is so gorgeous. Team. That's one of my see, favorite pages right there. I could see why you. You telling those people, you know, and that other hashtag that don't don't like to support shit. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, they only want to, you know, you got at them. I I don't want to mention them because they don't deserve for me to even say that name. I'm I'm bigger than that, but that's right. He coming. I don't know what beef you. you got, but don't yeah, don't yeah, don't worry, man. This is comic, like I say, comics for everybody. Yeah, no, no, um, my my yeah. beef is just because I've seen some of the original people, and I actually met the person that that uh. Is your the president behind that? And he's mm-hmm. trying to, you know, I wasn't aware of this whole community at the time that I met him, mm-hmm. and he was treating me in a really bad way. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, and I said to him live, like, fuck you, bro. Why are you treating me like this? I don't know nothing about your stupid community. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking to you because I seen what you did in the past. You know? Right, right, right. Um, so at the end of the day, it's like fuck off, like, you know, don't get at me. I appreciated your artistry. But now that you shit it on me, you know, for real. Um, there you go. That's the cover. Tell me that cover ain't badass. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the TMNT homage cover right there. Bro. This shit is so fucking killer. <laughs> Look at these guys. Bro. Oh my god, yo, I mm-hmm. love it. I love this is why I love talking to independent creators. Like they create the craziest. Oh my god, look how sexy those books look. I'm telling oh. you, that cover is that cover is fire. Tell me you tattooed that on your body. <laughs> uh, 
Yo, bro, you know what? If you make it, you should tattoo this. You know, you know what? Do you want to see my tattoo and make this in an NFT? <laughs> an NFT, yeah, that NFT market is ridiculous. I get it. I know it's it's nuts, bro. But again, you know, people trying to find avenues for revenue. That's I mean, it's what it is, you know, and, and it's what it is. I mean, I know it's not good for our earth, but hey, I mean, it also exposes people to so many different things. So that's a that's a tease right there. That oh black God. and white. That's a tease of uh of that little tidbit on the Shinobi uh, Turtles of Doom. So that's a little story filler. That's I part just, of one of the ground bites right there. And I just <laughs> want to say thank you for actually draw getting someone to draw an actual New York pizza. <laughs> I know, I know the I, size. Me, I see that 16 inch, bro. I, I told, again, they like pizza too. Everyone loves pizza, okay? The, the pizza's not limited to New York pizza. Group. Yo, bro, Boston sucks. They be giving you I, fucking like 10 <laughs> inches. They're like, what is this? This is not a pizza. I, I told Sebastian, I said, man, I said, however you want to do the pizza, he knows what's up, though. <laughs> Sebastian, I hope you're from New York, my big homie. Oh! He's, he's, from, he's from Uruguay. He's from Uruguay. Do not he's awesome, mess with though. me. Don't tell he's me awesome, you got. Bro this gaming deck in your crib oh that's the arcade one up version of the tnb ninja Turtle. you got that in your uh, crib it's the arcade it's not the, a legit uh, official i one. know what it is it's the yeah. arcade one up so it's a smaller version but it's just as badass so, so all right i, I had to get know. that yeah, i see I your, that. your kiddo salute to the kiddo mm -hmm. um do you let him win or do you beat his ass? Be honest. You know what? I gotta be straight up. I kind of want him to earn it. And sometimes when things get tough, it's like I gotta keep on going. I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, let him win! No, man, he gotta. He just gotta. Yo, get, every I, now and then, you give him a little inch. I love it. I I, I let my daughter beat me in Russell twenty forty nine when we had the Dreamcast <laughs> back in the day. She always loved to race me, and I would always beat her ass. But one day I said, Nah. Yeah, let me give her the confidence. Let me give her some confidence. Oh, and then you snatched it away. <laughs> yeah, so I, I let her win one day and then I snatched it away. But you know, if I was to play her now, she yeah. would be my fucking ass. <laughs> so, talk about building the team, bro, because independent comics, this is a crazy journey. This is not Marvel where they say, Hey, yeah. this is who you could work with. How did you navigate this and finding this amazing team? So interestingly enough, Sebastian, we had teamed up on one of my, uh, in our first project we did together, Lair, which was more of a, a psychological demon horror kind of thing. Okay. And we were like, hey, we want to do, we want to do something fun. And then we came up with Galactic Runners of Mayhem. My letterer on the, on, on um, Lair was uh, Davison Manners, who I think to me is one of the best indie letterers in the business, just right hey. under me. And um, so, so he got me in touch with Tiago. He's like, I got a great colorist. I think he liked Grom, whatever, because we had a, a colorist I had in mind, but he couldn't commit. So Tiago came in, committed, and forget it. Just knocked the ball out the park. And um, forget about it. Hey, sound like best time. So forget about it. Yeah. So that so that was it, man. So again, we we got a beautiful book. And Woo! what's interestingly enough, interestingly enough, we two. I want to say like a little over two years ago, I brought this first to Indiegogo. Oh, you did for, okay. for a, in a hundred page volume. What? Which was a stupid mistake because why is it, man? You know why is it stupid? I mean, for, listen, there's people that are gonna go on this journey. So why is that type of volume stupid? Because <sighs> you're creating so many pages. There's a lot of things that can happen. And one of the worst things that happened happened to Sebastian. Again, we didn't expect COVID to hit. COVID hit. And during that time, he was expecting a daughter to be born. As and we, uh, as fathers, we already know they were expecting around July for her to be born into this world, celebrate the most beautiful thing in the world. And she passed away at birth. 
So, yeah, that crushed him. So, you know, oh. we're in the middle of, of, you know, creating stuff. And I, I mean, I can't, hey, we need page this. Like, I can't, I'm like, I told him, take as much as you need. And, oh, you know, we shut God. down the project for a bit God. and and he was in the worst kind of shape. Of um, course, I mean that's your, that, it was that his first scene. So even in the comic, we put a little tribute wow. to her. Her name oh, is um, Alyssa. Alyssa. So oh what? my god, that's my daughter's name. Alyssa. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. And she just graduated from Fuse University. Oh nice. God bless for digital you, arts, yo. And, nice. and, and you know, I, I, you know, I cried. Yo, check this out, go. Mm. There was this gentleman in front of us, mm-hmm. in front of my family. And he heard me say, oh, my God, I can't take this. And once, once she goes up, I think I want a ball. I'm feeling too emotional. Mm-hmm. He goes, and this guy says, you better get emotional. I find out after the fact that he's the video teacher at Full Sail and mm-hmm. posted this on Facebook, uh, on YouTube. Yo, me balling, being so proud of my daughter graduating yeah. because mm-hmm. she's the first of my family to graduate. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, you know, there's always a time for people, yo. Let me mm-hmm. tell you. And, you know, yeah, you celebrate those kids, man. You already know as a dad, it, it hits you. So when he yeah. when he lost her, that was devastating. Well, I know. I, that's why I can't imagine that. And, and, and sharing the same name, God, yeah. I hope, you know, so I know I, she is with God right now. Amen God, to God. that. And, we ha- and like I said, she's immortalized in our book. And um, oh. I even did a tribute. Yeah. So when my daughter was born... Um, I asked if it was okay. I said, we want to name her Elissa with an E instead of an A as, yeah. a, you know, as an honorary tribute thing. He said he'd be more than honored. So, oh, I mean, it's a, is he it's the a god papa? <laughs> he's a god papa for sure. He man. is. Hey, he's, there you go. He's a, he's a Uruguay. So one day we're going to have where we meet up at a Comic-Con and, you know, we will be together. And I know I'm going to be balling when I meet him because, like, we're on the same page. We as yeah, as about to make team. me ball and shit. I'm 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 keeping my emotion in check just as a papa because I get that. I get yeah. that so much, and you know I can't imagine the pain. So God bless and you know stay strong and yeah, yeah. you know what you know that little one is gonna be guiding you through your life. You know for real. So you keep that's strong, what pushed, brother. That's what pushed him through because like I said, he was through like mental. You know, he couldn't do anything. He's sure. trying to be the strongest in the family, but like when no one's around, he was like the weakest. My brother, but he pushed through. Yeah, that's what it is. When you're the strongest, um, you always gotta check in on the strongest, mm-hmm. or at least whomever, whomever you think is the strongest mm-hmm. in your group, and check in on them. It's important because even strong people go through their emotions. And you know, and their problems. Mm-hmm. So check it on everybody that you love. I know I go through my shit sometimes, and I feel and mm-hmm. and you know I think and it's like damn, you know. Um, I think as uh, uh, creators in general, you know that inner voice sometimes is a little bit too strong. You know, and that inner voice is a negative voice sometimes, and and it's too strong where it tries to beat us down. And, and, it, and it'll, it'll and take you out of your creative space. Yeah. Then it'll take so, you out of your creative space. Never allow yeah. that inner voice to take you down. Mm-hmm. You know, take a moment, step back if you have to for a couple of hours or a day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it's okay. We're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Don't let inner monologue get to you. Mm-hmm. I, I talk about this a lot because, you know, as a creator, I deal with a lot of inner monologue. I deal with you know me thinking am i doing what i'm doing is is it okay am i celebrating Mm -hmm. 
So there's always challenges in creation, my brother. So, but mm-hmm. it's okay, you know, if we know how to circumvent that and find avenues to de-stress, it's great. Because you know, how do you de-stress as a creator? Because I, I see you working, bro, and uh, yeah. and you in one of the busiest towns in the world, New York. So how do you de-stress and allow yourself time, especially with family, two kids, a wife, and all? How do you allow yourself time as a creator to build? Um, music helps me a lot. Uh, believing in a higher power for me gets me through a lot of my 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 just a lot of just a lot of the, the stress and everything. Just a normal wear and tear. You just you just gotta leave it. You know that's just you know give it up to a higher power to help me get through things and put things in perspective and know. Hey, I'm working to do something I love. Um, and, you know, Talk, bring joy Talk. and you know if that ever gets blessed, so I can you know bless my family. That'd be great. But I, I push through because of that. Um, and in doing so, I'm able to create. And then when I see and I get into a good groove when I'm creating, just seeing like reading a script or just seeing like a, a page come back and then seeing it colored and seeing it lettered, like that helps. So I'm like, okay, I got I got to stay on the grind. And when we did the, our Indiegogo, like again, that 100 pages and we went through COVID and, and then a loss in the family and everything. And we were just, oh you know, people only care about just receiving the book. And I get it. You give of us hard money and you just, you're going to get that book. Because let's be for real, there's a lot of creators out there that have not fulfilled uh, and even pro yeah, bro. creators. Yeah, you know, bro. So I mean, yeah. I'm still waiting for Brigade from Life, Rob Liefeld. And it's been like over 10 years at this point. But I'm still waiting for it. He's offered me my money back. And I'm like, no. You keep saying that you sent out this book, so I need to get my copy. <laughs> Fulfillment I, is a big deal, man. I so, have not seen yeah. one picture of this fucking book online. <laughs> so when people support me, I really appreciate it. I know it takes the time to get that fandom and get that audience going. So when we were doing, you know, the, that hundred something pages, it's just so much oh, stress. But man. we finally finished it. Um, and then I'm like, let me just bring it out in episodic form on Kickstarter because I haven't done Ooh. it on Kickstarter to catch up with the main story, and then we'll we'll put them on both platforms in episodic Ooh. content. Um, but I know that I think now I think I deduced that group you don't want to name. Yeah, I think you know I deduced. It is. is that CG? Yeah, but I don't okay. want to kind of name them because just okay. because the certain people there, it's just I mean the, the, the energy is negative that I've seen uh, at least. You know, we've been attacked by them. I've not received any apologies. We're not here to bash anyone. Yeah. We're here to celebrate creation. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, all we ask is don't be a dick at the end of the day or an asshole. And just create things that people mm-hmm. enjoy. Stop bashing stuff. Just because you don't mm-hmm. like it, guess what somebody else does? And yeah. everybody else, you know, don't force people to like things that you like. It's okay right. if they don't like it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, there's room for everything and everyone. So just yeah, stop for the comics, nonsense. Yeah. yeah. That and was one like, thing. I'll give you my I'll give you my little my little what I've learned. Um, because I was I I, I wanted to grow my brand or grow my audience, so yeah. to speak. So I just I, I noticed that was like something that was trending. I don't know if it was two X number three years ago, whatever. Yeah, it was it was, it was, it was a big thing. A and I lost a lot of good people because of that, because um they don't understand me. I'm not here for the beef. I'm here only There's for a lot of goodness. That, and and I don't, I don't, thing. yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. I'm not here yeah. for the for the beef. I don't, need, a lot of, I don't, re- was, I don't need yeah. report on the beef. You yeah. know what? There's I need too to much drama in our own lives to go yeah. online and get into more drama. And yeah. there was a lot of infighting between creators that are really yeah. reputable. And I'll drop this here just so it's, I guess, it's on some kind of 
uh, <laughs> record, right? There's um a creator, Doug Tenable, who does Earthworm Jim. Uh, he created. Oh, he so created, Jim, I know that. Oh he, cre- he created Earthworm Jim video game, you know, and he's doing comics. I supported um one of his Earthworm Jim campaigns, and I remember he was um you know he had a channel and stuff, and I reached out to him. He and he touched touched base through email and stuff. I was like, hey, you know, like, would it be possible to, you know, get on your channel, you know, to kind of like, you know, to, to help, you know, help me promote or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, no, because you're CG. And I'm like, but I'm like, I'm I, I'm like, but I'm a good guy. <laughs> like, you're looking at that and you're like, I'm like, but I got a cool comic out. Um, and, and again, like, if anyone wants to put someone on a channel or not, I, get, I can't get, I, I get that. But my whole thing was, I don't like toxicity in any way, shape or form. Me neither. There's great people on all sides, and oh, I have yeah, met a I, lot of great people side. through CG, which which yo you me and out. me both yo yeah. yo Gil, I've met some yeah. really nice people, but you know I just don't understand the usage of anything gate because at the end of the yeah. day there should be no gates to this. So that, there- <laughs> that, that's where my problem is. That's only that's my that's so, my biggest problem. No gating. I, I understand that if you I know like, about gatekeeping. You know, I can tell you a lot is. about gatekeeping as an indie creator. Yeah. I can definitely I mean, tell you a lot about that, gatekeeping. Not just that, but as a Latino, we know <laughs> yeah. we know that we've been gatekeeped. I mean, look at that. They can't even get roles right. But um so, so what well, one quick thing, one quick thing. Just like you said, and me promoting my comics, I, I I'm never like, hey, I'm a Puerto Rican, I'm underrepresented. I don't I like do using either. those words. Yeah. It just, it just because it just it doesn't sit right with me. It just feels iffy. If I'm, I can't promote that way because it feels iffy. I know a lot of people promote, hey, first this superhero, hey, first that superhero, hey, first you know, I can't. I'm gonna just give you one little tidbit. I superheroes are amazing, right? They're the biggest. Yeah. Most popular genre right ever now, is superhero and genre. Especially if you can connect to them, even better. So I got. So I just now am trying to put together a superhero comic. I'm gonna have a superhero comic coming out. Okay. Hey, now, awesome. I had to put my I put, put my name on the hat. Okay, but so what I'm saying is, I, I I have a he's gonna be half black. He's gonna be half Asian. I'm just saying that just because I'm not marketing my hero as the first Blasian superhero. Like it's just it's like organically like I'm like okay I want it to be like this. Yeah, I want his gone. mom to be like this, and I'm creating the story. And it, it was fitting so together. And my my theme is let me make a superhero, a new superhero story for today. That was my thing because I'm like, hey, why doesn't Marvel create like a brand new superhero? But Again, I know maybe they have. I don't know. I, like I don't know. I don't, no, they don't, don't want to do that because they don't want to pay the creators royalties for new creations. Because in today's market, no creator wants to do a new thing for the big two. Because it's like, okay, you want me to do something you new get for some you? Royalties, you but can't how keep are you? It. I don't think of yeah, that. That's I, makes yeah, so much yeah. Sense. Think about that. Think that about that. Sense. Why would any creator want to do something new for the big two when they're not promised the opportunity of like, okay, you have part ownership in this? No, they're not. You know, you guys, when you work for Big Two, you are work for hire. I'm gonna I'm I'm just share some with you because everyone's oh. talking about Black Superman and Dwayne oh. McDuffie, Icon, Milestone oh Media. God, I love, I, I let me tell you something about Dwayne McDuffie. He's an amazing Stop. Stop talent it. and he he can write Stop. a character and it, it's not about race, it's about the story using yeah. race and using stuff that affects yes. both sides, but doing it in a way that, that works in a story. So if I I would love to do an icon run, uh, Bro, hardware run. You're you know? after my heart. Do you know that um, Charlotte McDuffie just yeah. sent me, just sent me that you know they're gonna bring back the Dwayne McDuffie Awards this year for 2022 because mm-hmm. you know in 2021 COVID and all. Yeah. Um. So I know uh McDuffie's widow, 
we will be interviewing her. I offered her an opportunity, like, yo, can I talk to you about the award show? I mean, based after that, you, you know, your, your, your husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he did so many amazing things. And it's so unfortunate that we lost them so early in life. And because I think that, again, you know, uh, I, I hate using this analogy, mm-hmm. but he is a black Stanley. I mean, sure. he, he brought to us something different, diverse, fun. And not just that, but if you're a Justice League animated fan, he had his hands all over that. <laughs> I mean, even, yo, if, even if you look at Deathlock, I mentioned Deathlock, the yeah. first issue in 1991 or two, mm-hmm. it was written by him and it blew like the I just, 90s run. Yeah, I just read it recently. And I tweeted about it because it just blew my mind. I'm like, damn, like this is Dwayne really McDuffie was ahead of his time. A salute to his his widow. I can't wait to have you on to talk about his his legendary status in the comic mm-hmm. book community and you know his contributions. And you know, so damn, when we talk bro. about new Superman, black Superman, this is the one we need yeah, to see. Yeah. We need yes. to see DC needs to do an omni. I do not want to see black Superman, I want to see icon. I want to see why I not bring mouse. I mean, I remember going to in 2019 to Wildland Comic Con and I got to speak to Christopher Priest in the back end. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, uh, my boy did a panel with him, we were in the green room, and as we were just traversing back to his table. I was like, yo, Chris, at that time, why is Milestone not around right now? I'm like, everybody's clamoring for OG, diverse characters. Here we have Milestone. Why is DC not jumping over this, like, white on rice? Like, what's going on? So at the end of the day, he goes, it's very simple, Al. It's contracts. Look at that. So paperwork was delaying original diverse universe that included black latinos asian trans i mean you name it they did it ahead of its time Mm -hmm. so i found it sad that here was dc it's a great company that you know has amazing characters and legacy why would you not use these characters instead of transforming your current characters into diverse characters because at the end of the day i don't know how you feel about this gilly but as a Latino, as a minority, I don't want the mantle of someone that that, that belonged to someone that wasn't like us. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to own that mantle. I want my own mantle. Yeah, you want to forge your own path, or you don't want to like Miles Morales, Spider Man. Great, awesome, great. Um, but you know, again, it's like still Spider Man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so this it's, is oh, amazing. Okay, I'm a huge fan. Yo, Gilly, into the, the Spider Verse. Let me movie. talk love to the you there. Okay. Yeah. You mentioned Miles. I love what Disney did. Disney gave him in the cartoon his own name as opposed to Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. The comics, oh, he's Spider-Man. No, he's not. He's a different Spider-Man. Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Give him his own name. So what Disney did in the cartoon before they changed it, Kid Arachnid. Mm-hmm. I love that. Kid Arachnid, his own name, mm-hmm. his own legacy. Why did I call him the Arachnid? Just period. Mm-hmm. He's not Spider-Man. He's different. Yeah. Kid he Spider, has different powers. Anything. I mean, Spider Kid. I mean, you can do oh, Kid Spider kid or whatever. Anything. Well, I yeah. mean, yo, that, that's the whole thing. Like, yeah. I, I, as a minority, do not want the names of established characters. Please give me my own legacy. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Like, you showed that. You showed Icon. I mean, you know, there's above that, there's, there's also hardware, right? There's the yeah. bus and the kit. Yeah. There's static. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so that many things, yo. I mean, 
let's bring that to the forefront. And this is why I love what you're doing. You brought this whole anamorphic thing. Mm-hmm. It's different. You know, we're not dealing with that. We're dealing with like, you know, New York City rats or are they? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, but this is fun. You're doing something different. And, and you know, let me give you your flowers. Florida this time. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Thank I'm you. I'm going to just try, but try grinding, man. I'm going to stay grinding uh, and maybe you better you know, keep on that grind. Trading comics because you, you know. keep on that grind, kiddo. Because just as a creator, just let me thank you for being brave mm-hmm. and bold to do and step out of that lane and just do something original, do something different, you know, and, and take those steps. So just thank you as a fan, as a mm-hmm. comic reader. Like, yo, you rule, man. Yeah, muchas gracias, bro, papo. I appreciate nah, the hell out of the mm-hmm. shit. You because it, again, man. we need more people like you. So you heard them. Marvel, IDW, you heard them. We have spoken <laughs> it on to the world. So let's speak it again. Marvel, IDW, you got to hire Gil right here. Yo, Come Gil, on, man. I got a nice white tiger run. Let's do that. Hey, the three issue you are. Give me that. Please. I'll mess with that. I want to see a Hector story. And, 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 and Gilly's going to bring it to you. Let's get it done right now. So, Gilly, yeah. talk to me right now. Last, mm-hmm. last, last stuff, last couple of minutes. Yeah, what yeah. we got in the future? What we got in the future? What Gilly doing? All right, so I got Grom going really good. I want to keep that going, but again, I, I'm too creative. I got to I can't like a good director can't stay on one film. He has multiple hey, projects. I gotta it. have multiple stuff. I don't want to get too. I don't want to go too too much. But I got a superhero thing that I want to do, um, and I I got um something I want to do on webtoons. I don't know if you sh- if you're familiar oh, with webtoons. Oh, of course we know webtoons. If you watch Think in the podcast, shout out to my boy mm-hmm. Shane Dodgy Tyman as my co-host, my partner, not co-host. We are both hosts on Yana Wepa. Mm-hmm. Every Saturday, yeah, nah, which is like Wepa in Australia. Isn't that funny? So we call, the, <laughs> we call cool. it the Yeah, Now nah, Wepa show. Yeah, it's two Wepa, nice. twice the Wepa, twice the fun. Shout nice. out to my boy. But nice. yeah, boy, it's like that, bro. I dig it, but So Webtoons. I want to have a Webtoons thing going on. Um, And then I got I, my oh, own superhero universe. Manny, shout out. Yeah, that's right. We got a body at work, Manuel. Appreciate also man. well, a Puerto Rican comic book creator. Love the artwork and the premise for sure, man. He'll love it if he t- picks it up. What's not to love? Yeah, you know? yeah check it. Check this out. <laughs> he hey, he's an artist. Yo, he's oh, an yo, artist. Let, let's look. Yo, man, definitely. Yo, Manny, Manny, let me know I, his deeds. I'll follow him on Twitter or Instagram. Okay, no, check out yeah, his yeah, stuff. Yeah. Don't you worry. I'm going to send you Manny's uh, email so you guys connect. He's the Boricua creator. Nice. Latino to the core, thick nice. in the Thundercast. That's my homie right there. Nice. Thundercast, oh and God. he, he knows. With that. <laughs> oh, bro, bro. And bro. if White Tiger doesn't come out, like I said, I'm doing my own new superhero universe. So I mean, White Lion wait, is Gilbert, the superhero I got going wait, on. So <laughs> wait, do you know that there is a uh, White Tiger fan film out there? No, did not know that. <laughs> really? Bro, okay, I but at, when you finish this interview. Right, yeah. okay. Please go to YouTube and, uh-huh. and I, these are the keywords white tiger fan film. Gotcha, bro. I'm gonna check that, bro. Out. That your good? mind, your mind is gonna be blown like, oh my god. And I know you're gonna be inspired. And Manny, how did you not know about a white <laughs> See, tiger fan film? Are, are, are you kidding me, kiddo? As a PR, you gotta be up on. <laughs> I didn't on, know on that, white tiger, kiddo. I, I mean, that's one of our only big heroes, to be honest. You know, whatever whether it's Hector, Angela, or Ava, I don't count Casper Cole because Casper is not uh, Puerto Rican. Uh, uh, when they wrote that story, they decided to give the mantis to an African-American. 
kind of taken our our only hero away for a moment. You know, no hate on that. Cool, because I know that a lot of us, I don't know, especially me, you know, I have African American and uh, African traits, not African American, African traits in my family. But um, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, this is still ours. So please allow us to keep ours. <laughs> Maybe. If not, we'll just create something new. I'll be, well, I'll be behind that. Well, if we have to create something new, then you know, I, I know that Gilly's gonna create the best uh, Puerto Rican character ever. I, w- I would. I, I, like I that. said, if White Tiger doesn't pan out, I already got White Lion already. Oh, hey, that's you my, know, got my thing going on. So, hey, we'll White Lion, bring it, and Leon, bro. If you need a Leon to beat up a Puerto Rican, you know, I always tell people I could play a good dead Puerto Rican. I'm not the great actor, but I could play dead. I got <laughs> dead. You know, hey, beat me up. Hey, so now, but bro, you've been awesome. So, you know, last question, yeah, in this journey that you've had thus far, Mm -hmm. uh, what has been the the, like the the greatest obstacle that you overcame and defeated in and make it into a positive? Wow, in comics, just uh, forget about the outside noise. Um, And focus on focus on you. Uh, at the end of the day, that's all you have, and and your name carries what you're doing. So, don't get caught up in in drama. Don't get caught up in you know anything that's going to take away positivity. Focus on positivity. Take it on a day by day, and keep it going. Because again, only you can control what you can do. I can't control someone giving me a push. I can't control Marvel and DC discovering me, or you know, like again. People who earned their way, there's still a lot of people who went through what they – there was a grind for everyone. I don't want to say people just shoehorned their way in. Some people got more luckier than others, and it's just part of the game. But I just keep on going. So when the adversity hit, I just realized that I just got to say crowdfunding. I just got to say crowdfunding. I would Ooh. love to get to the point one day where I don't need to crowdfund, where I could just make it happen. happen. <laughs> that My would be brother- great. Because crowdfunding is very stressful, but at the end of the day, just again, if it doesn't fund, whatever, okay, rebat. Okay, how can we change this? How can we change that? So, funding Grom on Indiegogo that was major ambitious. We got that 110 pages done. We were able to complete that through COVID, through a loss of the family. Biggest adversity. Fulfill it internationally. We fulfilled that, and I can't wait to push that and keep it going. And when people see my body of work. Maybe I could get, you know, to writing a Star Wars story, to writing a TMNT story, writing with Marvel, you know, more something. Hey, new. okay. That's it. So keep on going, and hopefully those doors will open. You know what? Fuck that. I know I, know I said that was my last question, but I can't. Huh. <laughs> if you had one choice to do any story in the world next, next, mm. period. Let, let's, again, let's speak things out to the world. If you had a choice of any character, that you want to write, what is it? Let's speak it right Damn, now. Any character? Yeah. What is the one that 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 you you know? I, I, and I want publishers to hear this because this is a very <laughs> talented man. Now, they're very. This is a I, very I'm gonna throw Who such a want? curveball. I'm gonna throw such a curveball right now that could only come from someone like me. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna go with the Batman. I'm not gonna go with the TMNT. I'm not gonna go with stuff that I would love to. Even even White Tiger. You know. Again, I'm gonna yeah. say. Something so random right now, a character so random. Star Wars is big, right? Star Wars is big, right? Yep. There's a character in Star Wars that I would just love to bring back, and it's one of the most 
ruthless characters that had a little window, a little window, and the Clone Wars TV show of a small window. His name <laughs> had a weird ah. name, but a YouTube clip for you when you get off. Just do like Pong, P O N G, Pong Krell. Like Pong, Pong Krell, Krell. Like a Krell. fight clip. You see a fight okay. clip. Pong. Yeah, Krell. Krell. yeah, he's a devious, he's just sinister, but there's a story there that I would love to create with him and showing that no matter how bad someone is, no matter how evil someone seems, that there's a reasoning behind that and that there's redemption for everybody. Just as Darth Vader got reven- re- redemption, right? That's the spirit of Star Wars. It's a hope story. <laughs> it's redeeming this dad, right? It's redemption. Yeah. It's not about it's redemption. That's why I love Luke. He never gave up on his dad. It's redemption. Yeah. I want to show that kind of story. So if I could ever write a story Woo! based on Pong Krell, that badass Jedi turned Sith, whatever you want to call it, because he's dead. Apparently he's dead, but you know, no one I love this. dead. I would love to bring him back and do that story. That's something that I would just love to do. Um, only, so- only a Puerto Rican would. Will- Pick the most <laughs> random ass. I'm just telling you, I'm not gonna go with Batman. Although that I would love to do a Batman. If it happens, it happens. But if I could pick one into existence, that would be fun. Because Star Wars, it's it's fun right now. It's just they, there's a I lot going it. on, and I think it could be cool. So that'd be that'd be just so random. So Google that Tom so fight clip. Just do that. You'll see like a little <laughs> nasty clip. You know Darth Maul. I know you know Darth Maul, right? Yes, of course. you know Darth Maul. He has a duel. You know the duel, right? Pong Krell uses two of them. Okay, oh, <laughs> he got I mean, four arms and he uses two of them. I'm just gonna say uh, when I, I mean, saw that, it blew my mind. So Dave Filoni, I think he created that character. If he'd give me the, the permission yeah, to write bro. that story for for a, a little Marvel run or, or Dark know. Horse, I'd do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come out a little crazy right now, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, if he's holding two blades like that, it's just <laughs> because those Puerto Rican lose lives so much. <laughs> Like, yeah, we're going to give you double the motherfucking satisfaction. That I'm going to fuck bro. you up four times. <laughs> double blades, bro. Four four oh, slices at a time. Double bladed lightsaber. So, it's just, he's such a cool Only a Puerto idea. Rican, bro. Only, you know what? He must you told be me I would give you the most random answer. I told you. It's going to be something so random. I love that shit. <laughs> only, you can only expect this from people from my island, people. I swear to God. <laughs> anyway, with that, with that, yo, I need you to follow my big homie right here, Gilbert, on yes, Twitter. Yes, follow right? me on Twitter. It's, it's Gilbert Del Tres. So, you know, I know, I know you know how to spell Gilbert, but Del Tres, D-E-L-T-R-E-Z <laughs> or Z for my uh, UK folks, Z. All right. Uh, please check out his website, Gilly G I L L Y Right or S Rights Rights Comics. All right, GillyRightsComics.com. Check out this website. Keep up to date. Go ahead and pull out your wallet and just throw that shit <laughs> on the screen because that's what's gonna happen when you see his amazing work. Because Gilly <laughs> is the creator of the future. He is someone that is doing amazing work. So, you know, follow, Appreciate all the support, man. and purchase because that's what it is. And, of course, you know what to do. My also tells you, Comic Crusaders, but, of course, I need you to follow my extended family on Undercover Capes, right? You know why, folks? Because they got Outside the Panels, Definitive Crusade, No Price Podcast, Sloppy <laughs> Spoilers, 
Then, you know, go visit Comic Crew for like Cinema Crusaders, Comic Crusaders podcast where you see Come on down and right follow now. Comic Crusaders. Yeah, man. Like, you know, take care of us, yo, because we are celebrating <laughs> uh, amazing creators like Gilly. I mean, look at that collection yeah. behind them. Like, <laughs> you better never invite me to his house because I'm going to give him something <laughs> to make him sleep so I could take half of it. I got Grom right over there. I got a frame Grom. Oh, right there. I got to frame my own stuff. <laughs> don't you, yo, bro, you know, uh, I think that's what we do. You know, this <laughs> shit that we enjoy, we're going we're gonna to just put it out there. So, you know, that's what it is. But for real, yo, if, if you like everything that's going on here, please visit our family, Undercover Capes. Feel free to follow me everywhere. Like, I'm on TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, nice. Facebook, at The Real Omega. All right? Um, you're sort of love. We got awesome stuff coming out during the week, just like this. So, you know, please check it out. Galactic Rodents of Mayhem. <laughs> Whereby. Geek out, guys. Appreciate I it. I swear go. So, <laughs> with that, I'm Omega with the amazing Gilbert Del Tres. Two Puerto Rocks just making shit happen. <laughs> and comics, That's what oh, we yeah. do. Epa, and with that, thank you for tuning in on the, the Proxima. You know what I'm about to say, right? One, two, three. Wait, Proxima. <laughs> my people. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.